you guys get to work on the Packers? Started really focusing on them halfway through the second quarter. Certainly, we know we're going against one of the elite teams in the National Football League, certainly the, the class of the NFC. And just like that, the NFC Divisional Round playoff game is officially set. The Green Bay Packers headed out to Dallas and absolutely railroaded. How about them Cowboys? Two things I want to talk about today. First, some key takeaways of the Green Bay Packers' dominant performance going against the Dallas Cowboys. And let's also talk about what we can expect when the 49ers host the Green Bay Packers this weekend for the Divisional Round playoff game. Let's get into it, y'all. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ryan Tige, back in action. Man, what a game. The Green Bay Packers head over to Dallas and boat raced the Dallas Cowboys. Not saying it wasn't possible, but definitely wasn't anticipating or expecting just the absolute dismantle of the Cowboys who like every year, it's going to be their year. It's going to be their year until the games matter in the playoffs and they get fucking bounced by a seven seed as the number two seed, which has never happened before. The first thing we obviously would want to look at as we watch that game, Aaron Jones, the running back for the Green Bay Packers. I've always been a big fan of Aaron Jones. I've had him on fantasy for multiple multiple years he is a great back had been battling with some injuries he was fully healthy yesterday's game and absolutely destroyed that Dallas front and it was really unbelievable to watch when you looked at how the Cowboys defense has been performing up to this point being very stout against the run my oh my I don't know what team we saw yesterday but I ain't mad at it I ain't mad at it Aaron Jones had an absolute field day. Then when we go ahead and take a look at some key takeaways, Jordan Love, is he a dude? Because that game that I witnessed in the past couple games I've seen of Jordan Love, he's playing like a top five quarterback. It was incredible to see flashes of Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, just literally backpedaling, dropping dimes and dots all over the field. Truly, truly unbelievable performance by Jordan Love. Again, going up against statistically a very good defense. But as true 49er fans, we all know they are very fraudulent. They beat up on bad teams. And then when they have to play good teams, they get the shit kicked out of them. So it was fun to watch from that perspective. Jordan Love yesterday went 16 of 21 with 272 passing yards and three tutties. So really good performance. I've been seeing a lot of people talk about this being Jordan Love's first playoff game and how he was unbelievable and all the stats that he, he lit up on the board. Just for a reference, because you don't want to forget about it, Purdy's first playoff game last year 
against the Seattle Seahawks in Levi's. He threw for 332 yards and had four tuds. So that might get a little perspective into the performance that Jordan Love had yesterday compared to Brock Purdy, who are going to be facing off this weekend. So all around the Green Bay Packers run game, pass game, I mean, there was just nothing the Dallas Cowboys seemed that they were able to do to even remotely slow them down. Also, when you looked at the score, it is obviously a little bit deceiving. Naturally, anybody who watched the game knows that there was a lot of garbage time uh, that happened in the back half of the game that didn't really mean shit. It just looks good now on the stats. So if you didn't see it, a lot of garbage time stats from the Dallas Cowboys offense that just, that were relevant during the game. The Green Bay Packers, I believe, that was the highest total points scored that they've ever put up in franchise history. But one thing that definitely should be noted is how well their offensive line played. Again, Dallas, they were known for having a stout defensive line, great get-offs, attacked quarterback, number one in, in QB pressures. Well, the Green Bay Packers offensive line, they were essentially flawless. They didn't really allow Jordan Love to get touched at all. And of course, when they're able to have success in the run, like any NFL team, the defense can't pin their ears back and rush the passer when they know it's a throwing play. So that is something that we'll talk about here in a little bit as it relates to the upcoming matchup in the divisional round, Green Bay Packers versus San Francisco 49ers. Also, when you look at the defensive side of the ball, some key things that I took away from the Packers defense was the fact that it appeared they, they were mostly running zone coverage. Nothing too out of the norm, maybe some different looks that they had run, but my God, Dallas receivers couldn't get open. The Dallas run game obviously couldn't do much, and it was impressive to see how well the Green Bay defense was vibing, and that is something, you know, I think Kyle Shanahan will be ready for and anticipate he's got some shit schemed up already in the works. That was also a big advantage that the 49ers had last night is we potentially had to wait if Detroit won like they did and if Dallas won like a lot of people thought we would have had to wait till tonight between Tampa Bay and Philadelphia in order to determine which team that we're playing. So the fact that the number seven seed, the first game that they won, it allowed Shanahan, his staff and the boys to turn all of their attention onto the Green Bay Packers. Now let's talk about Dallas, shall we? Dallas, it wasn't good. Wasn't good. It was actually quite pathetic. Dak was horrible and it was often. One of the things that obviously kind of put a nail in the coffin was Dak's pick six that he threw in the second quarter right before half. They ultimately were able to go down and score following Dak's pick six, but it was 27-7 heading into halftime. At that point, I don't think anybody in their right mind gave Dallas a shot. They couldn't get anything going, whether it be the run or the pass. As I mentioned, the DBs of Green Bay plastered the Dallas Cowboys. And again, with relatively a simple scheme on the defensive side, a lot of zone coverages, some pressure, some simulated pressures, but for the most part, it was straight up zone defense. And then when you look at Dallas's defense, they were atrocious. If you remember, it seems like quite some time ago when the 49ers boat raced the Dallas Cowboys. Micah Parson got onto his pod after their loss and said this about the 49ers. Let's take a listen. And I always have this expression, and we're going to look at this 
you know, he said F Dallas. Yeah. Um, you know, I just feel like he's making it more way more personal than it had to be. And you know, Kittle's my guy. But I'm gonna say this, laugh now, cry later. Um, we got something for that. Just, just trust. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. Laugh now, cry later. And we're gonna put it just like that. I ain't gonna put too much on it. Um, you're gonna make it personal, we can make it personal. Uh that's cool. And you know, it is is what it is. Just trust. You know, it's funny, Micah Parsons, the one person you can't trust in Dallas in big games as the top pass rusher of that team, some say in the league, is you showing up. You know who I can trust in big spots, in big games, specifically playoff games? Nick Bosa. I love that this has kind of come full circle. Mike has been giving his, his thoughts, his opinions all season long through this podcast. And I cannot wait to hear his next pod to hear what he has to say about the game. What happened? So just trust Dallas is done while the 49ers get ready for their first playoff matchup. My last thing about Dallas, it has already gotten loud and I think they need a full fucking reboot. I think they need to move on from the head coach. They need to move on from Dak, but here's the best part about Dallas's defeat last night, an embarrassing defeat. You already hear Jerry Jones, the owner, talking about it. Not going to make any decisions. He'll probably make some decisions in 48 hours, but there's going to be some things that change. Well, when you look at their team and how they're constructed currently, Dak is in line for a new contract. Micah Parson is expecting to get paid this offseason. He's up for a contract. What is Micah going to take? 35 mil? Maybe a little more? And then who else? You have C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb is also up to get paid. What are you looking at there? He's wide receiver one money, 25, 28 mil per year. And with Dak being ready for a new contract, oh, baby, what are they going to do? Fuck it. I say, give Trey Lance a shot. Come on, give him a shot. I think that'd be good. I also think there's not many options to have a quarterback who's better than Dak Prescott. They ain't going to get in the draft. What other options do they have? And if they have to pay Dak again, Oh, baby. Me, personally, if I was the owner of the team, which I'm not, I wouldn't be able to do it. Dak would need to get the fuck out of here. He has shown time and time again, he is not a championship-winning quarterback. They've gotten bounced in the first round time and time again with Dak at the helm, but yet playing out of his mind in the regular season. So good luck with that. I am definitely glad I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan, so I will be waiting eagerly to see what happens this offseason. To wrap up the Green Bay-Dallas game, one thing that was interesting just kind of parallels to the 49ers. If you remember, in 2021, the 49ers were the lowest seed. They went into Dallas and took down Dallas when they were the two seed. Following that game, when the Niners advanced to the divisional round, what did they do? They went on to play the number one seed, which was the Green Bay Packers, at Lambeau Field and won in the Snow Globe game. Kick was down the middle and good! 49ers win it!
San Francisco is moving on with a 13 to 10 win here at Lambeau. And this crowd and that Packers team is stunned. So it is up to the 49ers to nip that in the ass, this parallel, whatever you want to call it, but they need to stop it because that ain't going to be what happens this weekend. But it is some interesting just kind of dynamics, especially when you think about LaFleur coming from the coaching tree of Kyle Shanahan. On to Green Bay. The 49ers, it looks like as of right now, are open up the sports books as a 10-point favorite. The game, Saturday night, Saturday night game, 5:15, hosted at Levi Stadium. Big advantage of this is obviously the Niners are coming off a bye health-wise. They're getting a lot of guys back. Eric Armstead, CMC, Kittle, all the big names. They're coming back. Jair Brown. Greg Odom is coming back, which is huge. Big special teams guy for the San Francisco 49ers. So the 49ers are going to be extremely healthy and they're going to be extremely rested. Green Bay, they of course are coming on a short week playing on Sunday and then having to travel back to Green Bay and then now have to travel out to California to go visit San Francisco. So advantage, of course, in that aspect of it goes to the 49ers without question. Let's hear what Matt LaFleur had to say when talking about this much-anticipated matchup against the 49ers. How are you, uh, you going to handle this week? Have you given any thought to going early, or are you going to stick on Yeah, we talk, that's something we talked about, but we, we figured it would be best to stay in our normal routine, um, being that it's a short week anyways, has its own set of challenges, and there's going to be a lot of, I'd say the majority of the week is going to be more jog-through tempo. Uh, they might be able to have some live reps towards the end of the week, but just felt like it was best for us to stay in as normal as a routine as possible. How do you message that? Do you message that with these guys so they realize the opportunity that they now have that maybe was unexpected? I think we just continue to take it one day at a time and try to get better each and every day and attack it the process the right way. And certainly we know we're going against one of the elite teams in the National Football League, certainly the, the class of the NFC um, they've got a lot of the same players that they've had for a few years now, and they've added some other freak shows over there. So we know it's a great challenge, but it's a great opportunity as well. And that's exactly how we'll approach it. Um, our guys would be, at the end of this thing, there's only one happy team, period. And um, so you got to approach it same way each and every day like we're going we're going out there to win a football game and uh, we know we're, we're gonna have to play our best ball the one thing to keep your eye on jair alexander he was 50 50 going into the dallas game he played obviously had that one pick but he is obviously their number one db in the green bay packers and he went out last night with that same ankle that has already been giving him fits which is why he was 50 50 going into that game so We'll have to keep an eye on it, but it's definitely something to watch because if he's out, that is great for the Niners. Obviously, as a true football fan, I want him to play, but we at least already know he won't be going into that game 100% healthy. I assume he'll play. Let's listen to his press conference following the Dallas game last night. With my ankle, I had some adversity, so you just got to come on top. And what happened then during the game there? So you can play through again? Maybe. How's it feel now? It's okay. 
all the ups and downs and what you guys have put together the last three or four games how fun is this uh it's fun man it's fun but it'd be fun if we win next week you know what i mean so it's fun but like we got more games Trout, did you have to fight to be able to play today? I mean, that was that was a lengthy test they put you through before the game, and you know, no pra practice really after you got you know, turned your ankle and stuff. I mean, did you have to fight to get out here today? Yeah, yep, yep. All week, probably about five hours in the training room. Um, you know, it's a testament to also the training staff. Man, the training staff got me out there, and they knew the importance of of this game and uh, I wanted to play so bad so that sounds like a guy to me who's gonna play ball so nonetheless anticipate he will play but no he is not going in even remotely close to 100% healthy which again advantage 49ers when we look at the quarterback matchup I know that this is gonna get a lot of attention the quarterback matchup love versus Purdy one thing that I don't think it's talked about enough about Purdy and this 49ers offense they had dramatically lower pass attempts than almost all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And it speaks to the efficiency when you look at the numbers of pass yards and obviously touchdowns that come with that. To give you some perspective, Jordan Love had 579 pass attempts. Okay, it got him about 4,159 pass yards, 32 TDs, and 11 picks. When you compare that to Brock, Brock had 444 pass attempts, 4,280 yards, 31 TDs, 11 picks. So Jordan Love had over 100 more pass attempts, well over 100 more pass attempts relative to Purdy. Purdy had him on more passing yards. They're off by one on touchdowns and had equal amount of interceptions. So again, I don't think it gets talked about enough about the efficiency of which the 49ers run their offense. And I think that is going to be a big problem for the Green Bay Packers defense. The Green Bay Packers defense, they're relatively average. They're middle of the road defense. They were 28th against the run and ninth against pass defense. So what does that mean? That plays into an exact T of what Kyle Shanahan likes to do, which is run the football. So the fact that their defense struggles holding up against the run, especially against dynamic offenses with genius offensive coordinators calling the plays, scheming things up. I think it's naturally going to be CMC is going to get the rock. Debo going to get the rock. The play calls. He's going to let his playmaker finish that drive. They're going to run the shit out of the ball. And then, of course, that's going to lead to the exact script Shanahan would like. Start the run and then you get the pass play action off the run. So I expect this to be a great game for the San Francisco 49ers, specifically their run offense. And then that will obviously open up the pass game for them as well. When you look at Green Bay's offense, they, again, are relatively average. They're 12th in pass yards and 15th in rush yards. So they're not great at either but by all means, they are not bad at either. They're literally middle of the pack. So this is essentially a middle of the pack offense and defense that the 49ers are playing. I think the advantage goes to the 49ers defense and the advantage goes to the 49ers offense. I think this should be a great game that definitely plays more into the 49ers favor than the Packers favor. With that being said, everyone thought that 
against Dallas as well. Everybody thought that. I don't know really anybody who had Green Bay money line to win outright, let alone in the fashion they did. It's a cliche saying, but any given Sunday or Saturday, any team can win. They play once, 60 minutes, who's better that day? In the confidence of which Green Bay is playing with, their last couple games, they have been good in all phases, specifically their quarterback who's playing, you know, like a top five, top tier quarterback in the NFL. This is no easy rollover quick game. It is the playoffs for sure, but they're coming into this game with a lot of momentum. So it is the Niners job to get up and get up early and punch them in the mouth, which I believe they'll do. We have too many vets on this squad who understand the moment that they're being in, that this game will, will mean, and they're going to go and take care of fucking business, holding it down at home in Levi's against the Green Bay Packers. So that's a quick recap. I'll be back later on this week. Two legendary franchises are set to face off. You know the NFL, Raj, they absolutely love this matchup. Two historical franchises, San Francisco 49ers, the Green Bay Packers, Saturday night, NFL, NFC, divisional playoffs. The ratings are going to be massive for this game, and I can't wait. I will be back later on this week. Until then, like, comment, subscribe, hit me up. Till next time, y'all. Peace. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drip, yeah, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drip, yeah, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Ooh, I've been on the flex since flex zone. Neighborhood all in your edge.